This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, welcome to the podcast. The Jerry is still out. He'll be back tomorrow. So I've got Eddie Scazzari with me today. Hello, podcast people. A couple of things, Eddie. Yesterday, um, I brought up to you that I had purchased this thing that I was going to use to dip into water and test the water to yes. see uh, how good the water was. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out the thing that I purchased, now luckily it was only $13, mm-hmm. but it tells you parts per million of of items like what's in the water but mm-hmm. it's not specific so really what it's doing is just telling you how many different um things are in the water per million gallons of water mm-hmm. but it doesn't really tell you anything doesn't break it out it as doesn't break it, it out and it doesn't it just doesn't really tell you anything because there are certain pollutants in water that don't show up on this thing. I guess this thing, it needs the, the things in the water, the minerals, mm-hmm. compounds and minerals that have um, uh, some sort of uh, ions that would be able to be read by this thing. Mm-hmm. So just because something has it in, it doesn't mean it's bad. And so just because something doesn't have it in, it doesn't mean it's good. I found out the, really the only thing that this device does is if you have like a reverse osmosis system. Mm-hmm. That you're supposed to, when you test it using this thing, it's really supposed to come up as zero. And so it helps if you have one of these systems and you use this to test it and things are showing up in it, you probably need to change your filters, that sort of thing. But it doesn't do anything for what I was looking for it to do. It doesn't say you have this much chlorine, this much no. chloride, this much nope. lead, this much mercury. No. In order to do that, those tests are like $300 every yeah. time you want to run one of those. Yeah. They have to go through like a mass spectrometer. Yeah. So I was really, uh, I didn't do my research enough before I made this purchase, mainly because the purchase was only $13. Yes. So I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to get one of these, see what's right. going on with it. Yeah. Let me test some water around. But it didn't really do it didn't really do much for me. Yeah, so you wasted $13. I wasted $13, but I, I was became educated after you did. wasting my $13. I did bring it in today. I did test the tap water compared to the filtered water, and there is less... Uh, things coming up in the filtered water. So the filter's doing something. Yes. That's also how I kind of took it. Like, is this filter doing something? Mm-hmm. And are the levels below what they should be for tap water? Those are the things that it, this thing does tell and were you. were they? Yeah, they were well below. The tap water here in New York City came up even 
having less things in it than the tap water in Bradley Beach. Mm-hmm. Not by much, but the filtered water here is also better than the tap water as far as things that it's showing up as. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like one of the things that I was reading about it was like uh, oil. Oil does not have the ions in it to be picked up by this meter. Mm -hmm. So if I dropped oil droplets in the water, it's not going to show up on this thing. And clearly oil in your water is bad for you. Or gasoline, I guess would be the same thing. Yeah, same thing. So it just sucks that if you really want to do an exhaustive measurement of what's in your water, you do have to get a kit, take the sample, send it out to get done and it's like 300 bucks right to a lab to a lab which seemed a little pricey to me Mm -hmm. uh secondly um having nothing to do with this but i know you're a big coffee person you like coffee yes you don't seem particularly picky about the type of coffee you have is that true to say or do you like well uh, i don't like the sort of um Light roasts. I like the yeah. darker roasts. You're more of a but, darker roast person. Yeah, like the the even like regular standard like the donut shop. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Breakfast, yeah, those are light. Breakfast blend. Not a fan. But uh, you take your coffee. You put regular milk in it. You call it a day. You don't add sugar. Correct. Have you ever had an americano? I've seen it. I don't know exactly. Is it similar to an espresso? Yeah. So an americano is espresso or a double espresso with hot water added to it okay and it tastes different than a drip coffee okay but like in italy you can't get a drip coffee they call it an americano which is they they make the espresso and then they add the hot water to it i like them i like them better than a regular drip coffee some italian restaurants have them but gina got to like these things and it's funny because she she pulls this move in restaurants and it's uncomfortable to me some restaurants when you go to them when they give you the dessert menu or the coffee menu it'll have on there coffee espresso cappuccino latte americano Mm -hmm. if it doesn't have americano on there she asks them can i have an americano now, if the person has no idea what she's talking about, this is where it gets uncomfortable. Because then she begins to educate them oh, no. on the Americano. And I'm like, this girl, this 18-year-old girl has no... Like, if it's not on the menu, yeah. I'm ordering a regular coffee. Exactly. Or I might even if, say, do you make Americano? She's like, mm, I'm not sure. Drip coffee, regular coffee's good. But sometimes Gina goes into this whole thing where she's now going to educate the... 16 17 year old waitress on yeah the and, americano and they're not interested at they're all. not interested they don't know what they're talking they you know as my point is it's not that big of a difference between a regular cup of coffee and an americano yeah they really no it's not are you a cappuccino type person uh very rarely i i usually just go straight coffee even yeah. in, like in a nice italian restaurant i don't go cappuccino or demitas What's a demitas? Uh, uh, it's it's I'm not really sure. I've not heard uh, that one. I've heard it. Uh, I, I grew up with it. Like my uh, old Italian relatives, the Sicilians, they used to have the demitas, and it was a tiny little cup. I think it means little cup, maybe little cup. And then they used to like have a little, just a piece of like lemon peel. They used to rub around oh, the yeah. edge, 
and it's uh, I'm not really sure how it's different from cappuccino or not a cappuccino than espresso. I'm not really because cappuccinos with the froth and everything. Yeah, but the it might be some sort of espresso, and they had this little coffee maker, tiny little aluminum thing they used to make it in. And oh yeah, that'd be like a an espresso. Yes, but then they used to have the little piece of lemon peel, and they used to rub that around the edge of the thing. I was like, it was a whole scene. Yeah, to get some sort of lemony taste yeah, on your lips as something. you're. And then they used to put zambuca in it. Sometimes. Oh yeah. Zambuca. Mm-hmm. I like every once in a while you go to a coffee shop, like that's a real coffee shop, mm-hmm. and they'll have the a a like poster type thing that shows you all the different drinks and what's in them. So it'd be like the difference between like to me, I never know like a cappuccino or a latte. What the hell? Mm-hmm. One of them is like this is steamed milk. This is uh, uh, milk with steam with uh, it's like either steamed milk or not steamed milk or cappuccino or coffee it's like a million different yes things you can get quite involved very involved but i don't know i i i try not to complicate it now will you go uh a decaf ever or no never 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 like even if you're out to dinner later on a yeah. uh for like a friday night or saturday night yeah a cup of a coffee, coffee one cup of regular coffee will not keep me up same now, here what would keep me up is the a, a real cold brew. For whatever reason, the way it's like steeped overnight, if you do it correctly, yeah, it has a lot more caffeine than regular coffee. So that I would not do at night. I also think people tend to suck down a cold coffee faster than oh, a for hot sure. coffee, hundred percent, especially in the summer. So it'll give you, yeah, I could have. Uh, a, a coffee, sometimes that happens, like on a Saturday morning, uh, the dog wakes me up at 3 o'clock, I take her out, I come back, I have a coffee, I watch a little TV, right nah, back to yeah. bed. Oh, yeah, I can do it. Uh, uh, every once in a while, rarely, an iced coffee will actually make me a little jittery. Yeah. But it's rare. Yeah, that's the only one that'll make me jittery, too, But a nice coffee. It'll, it'll keep me up. Yeah. We're also talking about... This was off the air today. You and I were talking about uh, with CBS is like, what are we going to do when we go to Vegas for like nine to 10 days while, well, Boomer's not going to be around with us because he's working Super Bowl for CBS. It's a CBS Super Bowl. So he's generally busy. He's going to be, yeah, he'll be out of pocket. Gio's very into golf. He's going to be golfing. He's going to be golfing. Jerry is also back into golf. Mm -hmm. He'll be golfing. Correct. You and I are not the type to go disappear into a casino for hours at no. a time because we don't want to lose any money. No, I'm yeah, it's not my scene. Nor is it probably good to be day drinking every day. No, no, uh, yeah, certainly, especially because it's going to be we're going to be working. Yeah, no, maybe a Friday night, Saturday for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's not the bulk of the time we're there. Yeah, because I'll even, like, sometimes on a Friday night or Saturday night, if I have two beers, legitimately, mm-hmm. I wake up the next morning with a headache. Yeah, two see, freaking beers. That doesn't happen to me. I'd have to have a lot more, but yeah. I, I get your point. I yeah. can certainly overindulge. Yeah, and then you wake up miserable. And then, but during the week, you know, I would love to be able to get six hours at least of sleep. Yes. But that means going to bed, being asleep by 6 p.m., because we'll be getting up at midnight local time. Yeah. So I, I don't know how feasible that is. I mean, I'm fine with eating dinner at 4 o'clock. Me too. Then, but who knows? 
you know, maybe it'll just be you, you and me all week. And now we uh, also, yeah, because CBS likes to film us doing things in the town. The B-roll. The B-roll, we call that, yeah. So we've got to find things to do while the other guys are golfing. Correct. Now, here's the other problem, is that when we're done with our day, uh, we're going to be on the air from the warm-up show. We'll start at 2 a.m. local, Correct. Correct. And then the regular show will end at 7 a.m. local. And then Jerry and I will do the podcast for 20, Correct. So you 20 figure minutes or so. We're, we're back. We're done back at the hotel. Well, because we're doing it at the hotel. So way latest is what? Like 7.45? Correct. We'll be done. Done. There's not much that you can do for B-roll and all those things that at early. 7.45 in the morning. Yeah. So then what do we do? Do we nap right away then to yeah. get a few hours in and then do something else and then go to bed by 7 and get another five hours? Yeah, I think so. I think that might be the good plan. Yeah. But maybe you and I, we could go to Hoover Dam. Yes. That's cool. Uh, there's the thing. I think it's in the Nevada part of the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. The, I think they call it the Skywalk. Mm-hmm. It's that thing that's like a clear, super strong Yes. Plas- plastic type thing where right. you can walk out on the edge of the uh, Grand Canyon. Right. That would be cool to do. Yes. Sort of like at, at that place here in New York, the edge up at Hudson Yard. Yes. But not just a little box that you're standing on. The yeah. The whole situation. Yeah, that would be cool. Yes. but And I don't know how far Area 51 is from Vegas. Oh, I think it might be too. hours. Oh, yeah. We got we to gotta, like yeah. look at maps and things. Correct. But even like, so even maybe on a Friday, though, we could go Friday, we're done at 730, mm-hmm. boom, Area 51. Yeah. But I don't even know what you can do there. I think you just drive up to the gate and then take a picture outside the gate. Oh, that's it? If they even, you can't go in there. It's a, <laughs> it's a secret base. They got to start, they got to get some sort of tourist thing over there. Of course, you would think. Oh, you know what I was thinking of? Roswell, New Mexico. Yes. Well, That's where they... Well, Turn the, that into a touristy thing. Yeah, well, that's because where the crash happened, yeah. allegedly, in 1947, yeah. I think. 1947, yeah. So. There's the Bunny Ranch. Mm-hmm. But that's a, a whorehouse, yeah? Correct. Do they call it that, a whorehouse? Or uh, I don't a, know, but it, that's what it is. I don't yeah, know I don't think they the, call it that anymore. But they, they probably wouldn't no. say that. Um, but, uh, yeah. I don't know if CBS's uh, B-roll budget would uh, would spring for that. I'd so. even like to go up there and just interview some of the women that work there, mm-hmm. if they'd be interested in going on TV. But you're right. Would CBS do that? No. I would say no. Then maybe we go up there and film it for digital? <laughs> yep. I don't know what else. And what else it, goes on in Las Vegas? And is Izzo going to be out there? I don't know. Like, as a nice cameraman for us? Because he was out there. An ideas he man? He was in Arizona, but he, he was, was out there for... Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith podcast, which he works on. And they also made him do some work for WFAM. Yeah. Double dip. Yeah. You mentioned maybe wanting to go hiking. Yeah. That could be cool. Mm -hmm. But Mm. do we have, like, unless it's CBS is going to be coming with us and filming like they did in uh, Phoenix, uh, you know, it could be, I don't know if there's buses or we would just Uber it or rent a car or whatever. Probably Uber it. Yeah. I think we could Uber wherever we're going. Well, that's the thing. The, the When the Super Bowl was in Arizona the one year, the first year that Boomer and Carton were a show, and uh, 
I ended up going to the Grand Canyon, mm-hmm. and I took a a bus, a tour bus that was specifically going from Phoenix to the Grand Canyon. And this was on Saturday. This was on Saturday because that's a long trip. Yeah, it was a long trip. It's hours. It was a couple hours. Yeah, but it was Saturday. I left really early it's in like the morning. Four hours. Would you leave at seven a.m.? Maybe earlier, and then got us back uh, back home. Yeah. By that That could late have been night. four hours up, four hours back, yeah. I'm thinking at least, and two hours there. Yeah. Two or three hours there. So yeah, that's it was a full 10 day. hours, yeah. It's a full day. But we got to look for those things, too. Because mm-hmm. you and I are not bougie. We'll get on a, a bus. A hundred percent. And go to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, absolutely. That way we don't have to spend big bucks on an Uber. And you think it's closer than the, uh, Las Vegas to the Grand Canyon? I think. Closer than, I think so, too. Because I know Las Vegas is down there in the, like near the, the point there at yeah. the end of Nevada. Yeah. But otherwise that, I don't know what else we can do that would be cool to uh, film. Right, because we're not into the whole Vegas strip thing. Yeah. And all the, you know, whatever, New York, New York, and the Eiffel Tower or something, whatever, I don't, which I don't understand. I don't either. I think it's just like a replica. Yeah. Well, I, yes, of course. But I don't know what the point is of all that. Yeah, I don't know what the point of that Unless is Unless it's for... You know, something for the kids to do where they'll where uh, while their father goes and blows their college mm-hmm. fund, maybe. Yeah, I went to Las Vegas in 1985 with my parents and my mm. sisters, and so 14 years old. Yeah, I was 14 years old, and there was a place called uh, Circus Circus. It was mm-hmm. a hotel that was set up like a circus. Mm-hmm. So there were things for people that were not of age to gamble to do. So it was kind of cool to have something to do. It was like a lot of arcade games yeah. and um, boardwalk type games and things like this. I don't know if that's an option for us. Not Circus Circus, that's gone, but something fun to do that's not gambling. Yeah. I don't know what it, what's out there for adults who would who would like be think it was fun. Fun way to pass three hours. Right, because we know what Vegas is for adults. Mm-hmm. Drinking, mm-hmm. gambling. And prostitution. Prostitution. Yeah. Those three big things. Mm-hmm. Uh, shows. Oh, we could look into shows. Mm. Yeah. it would. Ha- I. Although you're right, it's in then at night. Yes. Right. Well, and then yeah. we have to go right to. Right. I, I don't know if there's any big acts that would be interesting at 8 a.m. Right. So. <laughs> We're going to go see Britney Spears at 8 a.m. Yeah. So, I don't know. Could be something fun. Uh, today, Eddie, is election day. It is. And I don't know. I feel like it was my duty to figure out who I would be voting for today. Mm-hmm. And yet, I didn't do any research. I didn't feel like it was anything of importance. I still don't know what I'm voting for in Bradley Beach um, I've seen a ton of signs for people that want me to vote for them, mm-hmm. but no indication of what I would be voting for them for. Yes. So I don't know what the point of those signs Well, I, I mean, those signs will usually say column A or group two or something like that. And usually in a town, if you see column A, you know that, oh, that's the Democrats and column B is the Republicans or vice versa. I don't know yeah. which is which if it's standard across... Uh, all counties or whatever. So that would, t- if you're a, f- a firm, just straight line party voter, 
that would could help you identify. Yeah, I feel like that. If you're a straight line party voter, mm-hmm. I only vote Republican, I only vote Democrat, then that but that seems like a a not a great thing to do. Uh, right, because you could be, you know, then just uh out of spite or whatever. Yeah. Voting for someone who is just severely underqualified. Right. Or as shady that you don't know. Correct. Yeah. And it's funny because I feel like for when you're voting for president, Mm -hmm. you know, by the time the election comes, you know what Donald Trump's all about. Mm -hmm. You know what Joe Biden's all about or whoever is running. Mm hmm. It, you don't have to do your research. You're like, I know I don't want this guy right. or I do want this guy, however you're voting. But as you trickle down the things, like even like governor of New Jersey, I know what I'm voting for. Correct. Even mayor of Bradley Beach, there was stuff out there. Like I didn't have to go searching for it. It right. was just part of the... Or usually U.S. senator, but not always. Yeah. And I also don't know, like let's say even, let's say you are a uh, a Democratic voter generally. Mm-hmm. You don't know when it trickles all the way down to to the these lower levels. Are those people? Do those people have what you consider the democratic way of running things, or the mm-hmm. Republican way of running things? Right. Or, you know what I mean? Or they or they really don't care, and there was an opening on the Democratic right. ballot, and so I'll just be that. Yes. Because when I when uh, when the Bradley Beach mayor voting was going on. And I never saw anything about Republican or Democrat. And I remember asking, I go, is one Republican? Is one Democrat? I go, no, there's no parties for this. I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So then you don't, you couldn't even vote on those lines. if Right. You'd have to do some research. Yeah, you have to do some research. Now, every year we get, and you probably do too, we get a sample ballot. Yes. Two of them, one for wife and one for me. So I will then look to see what's going on and... Sometimes I know and sometimes I don't, but I'll try to do my best to sort of look at it. And then also, almost always we have like a question. Yeah, or, we don't have one this year. Do you have a question this year? I I, I don't know. Yeah. Because I just looked at the top. I didn't like unfold it all the way to get to the question. But we usually do. Yeah, I unfolded mine all the way. I did look. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have, I love a question. Yeah. Like, what should we do with this old church? And then, should we uh, knock it down? Right. And then under the question, there's interpretive statement, which is sometimes almost the exact same thing as the question. It doesn't really help explain. And other times, they like if it's in um, like political jargon, they break it down into a normal yeah, person. Yeah, they try, speak. but it doesn't always. But, but about half the time, I, I that the, the interpretive statement will be like, oh, okay, I understand. Yeah. But sometimes after I read it, I still don't really understand what it's all about. Right. And it always seems like, oh, we want to give more money to education. And that always sounds like a good idea for me because I think education is important. Even though I don't have children, I think to have you know, people who know what the hell is going on, I think that's important. But it's not so simple always to just say yes. You would think that would be logical, but right. it's not always. Right, because sometimes the question is a paragraph. Mm-hmm. And you're like, whoa. Yeah, you know, what if, is if, going on? Yeah, it feels like those those bills where they try to like – get a bill passed and they sneak in other things mm-hmm. that have nothing to do pork with the barreling. bill. What do they call it? Pork barreling, I pork think. Pork barreling? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, well, I do want to vote for money for education, but I also don't want it to go to 
this other thing right. that they're oh, throwing oh, in Oh, a there. new education and a new parking garage. Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't want that. I just want the, the education part. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. That's nice that you vote for more education dollars, even though yes. you don't have children in the system. Yeah, because I think it's important for yeah. society to have people who are educated. Right. That works out in the long run. I would think, logically. I hope so. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to uh, go home. I'm going to eat some lunch. When okay. I'm eating lunch, I'm going to educate myself on some of these items. And then I'll go out and vote. And is your voting place walking distance? No. But Mine it's is. it's pretty close. Oh, that's nice. Walking distance yeah, is nice. Yeah, it's like a half mile. Oh, that's perfect. So we usually go with the dogs. And then I'll, you know, when, and when we were raising the guide dogs, they could go in. Of course, they can't now. Yeah. But uh, we just, one goes in, stays out with the dogs. The other goes in and go home. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, when I was living in Basking Ridge, the voting was in our uh, my condo's complex. Perfect. Oh my gosh, it was so great. Perfect. This is just, I think, at the firehouse on Main Street, but yeah. it is walkable. Like, if I didn't have a car, I could certainly walk down there and vote. And I'll see the same volunteers that I've seen for 20 years. Yeah. They're very consistent. Oh, yeah. All right, let's do the warm-up show. Sure thing. Jerry will be back tomorrow, mm-hmm. so be prepared for Jerry at 5 a.m. Until then, see you. So- what up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, hi there. Welcome to the warm-up program. My name is Al. Jerry is out again today. He'll be back tomorrow. So I've got CeeLo this morning. Good morning, CeeLo. Most days it doesn't suck like all the yeah. teams we have in this godforsaken city. Jesus. Yep. It was a rough uh, two days here in uh, the New two York days. area. Try like the last decade, Well, I'm just dude. saying like in particular, like yeah, you I went uh, yeah. New York Giants, uh, Daniel Jones, torn ACL. <sighs> Gone. Yeah. Gone. Mets hire a so, guy. Mets hire a manager I never heard yes, of. Yes, you have. Stop no, it. No, I haven't. How would I have heard of Carlos Mendoza? Have you ever turned a Yankee game on? Not really. Oh, okay. Well, I guess not then. <laughs> uh, bench coaches are not managers. 
they're bench coaches. Eventually, and then, they become managers. Right. That's how. That's the progression. Or Correct. At least the way it once worked. Good. And that and that works fine to me. Mm-hmm. You don't. Your first manager job is not in New York. Sorry. <laughs> your first on-air job in radio is not in New York. Mine was. You could argue that. It's That's been, the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I set you up. I'm glad you finished that. That yeah. was the old alley oop at the rim. Yeah. At least you didn't you didn't clank it. Dunk. Uh so that happens. Then the Jets go out, don't score any touchdowns. Oh. I mean, this is just We play these clips, right? Yeah. When New York you scores heard it, it. Right? Yeah. Uh, how long is it gonna be till we add one that like five or ten years down the road we can listen back to and it's positive? I don't know. Like you could say the Giants playoff win in Minnesota a few years yes. from now, no one no. That's not Five, ten years from now, we're not pulling a, a play-by-play cut of Bob Papa no. talking about the Giants' road win in the wild card round against the Vikings. Yeah, and that's funny. I saw a clip of Tiki Barber from uh, yesterday's show. Yeah. talking like about put those clips out there, don't we? Yeah. Talking about if uh, if this is the end of Daniel Jones in New York, mm-hmm. 20 years from now, fans will look back fondly. They're no, not going to remember not him. Not a chance, no. We don't remember who he is. Oh, no. We, I mean... We'll remember who he is, but, but I don't think they're not going to look back fondly on the no. one road playoff win that no. they had. No. Then I saw Lawrence Tynes on Twitter. I'm glad he got his money before. The- Why? Why are you glad he got $50 billion <laughs> for doing player. nothing? That's what players root players. It's so stupid. Well, for you it is. Yeah. It is. It's stupid. I mean, it's not my money, and right. I don't support it. By uh, buying tickets to these games where the teams suck, <laughs> I don't pay for cable. I pay for the NFL Network. Yes, and so Red Zone. You fund it kind of a little bit. I do not as much as the I fund. I fund it normal partially. NFL fan, but correct. Yeah, your percentage I, the lower the lower. Correct. Percentage. I use NFL Premium Plus. Mm-hmm. I get Red Zone and NFL Network on my TV. I get all the games on my local channels yeah. on my iPad, just the way I want it, because I'm sick of this. What we got going on here, dude. I mean that was I'm over it. That was painful last night. Twenty seven to six, they lose to the Chargers. They don't score a touchdown against the thirty second how many teams are there? Thirty two. Thirty second ranked Which ranking was this now? Then? This is the def- uh a passing defense. Okay. Yardage. I don't know what it All is. Right, whatever it is. Right. Thirty first defense yeah. overall. Mm-hmm. The Jets. Stink. How about even at the very end of the game, which I'm sure you didn't even see in your I saw condensed. it all. You saw everything? I saw it all. You saw at the very end when the game is over yep. and the Jets finally come down the field and there's Zach Wilson throwing to C.J. Uzama in the end zone with no one within 10 yards of him yeah. and he dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> and then even... I think, yeah, have a touchdown. No, no, we're good. Thanks. And then even when you look at his stats... Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson, once again, it was no. the final drive where they were just giving him yardage to kill the clock. Yeah, uh, he had a million completions and still, or what did he have? Terrible. 250 or two? Who the, knows? Yeah, not. it didn't matter. Jets have now not scored a touchdown. Al, in, we have the two worst offenses in football in this yes. city. Legitimately. The, yeah. the least amount of offensive touchdowns. The Jets at eight, the Giants at nine. 31st and 32nd. Both starting quarterbacks have torn ACLs. No. An ACL and an Achilles. Oh. Yeah. I always feel but like yes, the same they lost to me. both of them. Who's got the ACL? 
Daniel Jones? Yes, it just happened. I always feel like they're Peter the same Schwartz things. Peter Schwartz just confirmed it for you in the Peter update Schwartz. there. Peter Schwartz. Peter Schwartz. Good thing I didn't try to swap out of today's share. Hey, Peter, you want to work with Boomer? I mean, maybe he would have found someone to work last night, but yeah. I did not realize he was on the schedule. Anyway, go ahead. That's, yeah, you're right. Achilles, ACL, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Season-ending potato, injuries. Potato, potato. Right. right, season-ending injuries. Yeah. I mean, right away, the punt return in the first quarter, then the fumble. It takes all the air Goodbye. out of the building. Yeah, right, exactly. Yep. Punt return, Jets get the ball back, fumble, good night, everybody. <laughs> you know what's Go scary? Home. They fell behind quick like that against the Chiefs. All right, the defense spotted them some early points. And they actually showed a pulse and came back in that game against the defending champs who yes. have a good defense this year. And here are the freaking Chargers who always have to sweat every game. They're known for their, you know, late game dramatics, letting teams come back, hang around. They just blew a huge lead in the playoffs to the Jaguars last year. Or was it the other way around? No, I think it was that. Yeah. And they didn't. I mean, this was never in doubt. Ever. Never At in any doubt. point in the game. Nope. Three turnovers for the Jets. Eight sacks. Eight sacks. Penalties. Drop passes. The sacks Zach Wilson takes, too, is he drops back, yeah. sees the rush coming, drops back goes more. Into the fetal position, yeah. But he, dro- he actually drops back more <laughs> yeah, instead of stepping to, up. He, he drops go back further yeah. and yeah. gets sacked. Yeah. God. <sighs> the defense has got to be pissed because they they played well again, the yeah, Jet that's, defense. That's, they played their asses off. Yeah. This that's is, coming soon, by the way. What's that? that I mean, that. Uh, how an many, implosion? Not even an implosion, but like. How many drives and how many games is that unit going to go out there and get stops, get a turnover, make a play, hold a good offense, an explosive offense down, and just see their offense give them absolutely nothing right? before the frustration boils over and there's division? That's coming soon. Yeah. It's coming and soon. And we're only halfway through the season. Right. At halftime of Sunday night's game will be that well, the official half. We've got that. Odd amount of games, seventeen games. So Sunday night at halftime, halftime, halfway half for the halfway Jets. Point of the for the Jets, mm-hmm. right? We got to see them again on prime right. time again. Uh, I mean, yeah, we're going to do this all over again in six freaking days. Yeah, where they'll against get their the Raiders ass team the Raiders. that will give you an inspired effort now. Correct. Then they're going to Buffalo. Bills looking for revenge, and then Black Friday against the Dolphins. What could go wrong? <laughs> Holy God. hell! Garrett Wilson after the game said, "I hate coming off the field." Looking our defense yeah. in the eyes, knowing that we have to send them back out there after a three and out. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Or a turnover or a sack where you, you know, lose yardage and field position on a third and long, which we saw again last night. Yeah. How many times and you probably didn't get this on the on the condensed game. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I understand it's this is cherry picking a little bit because this is up to the t- the director of the TV broadcast. They must have sh- gone to the Robert Sala ISO on the sideline yesterday, last night. At least 20 times. And when I tell you not once did I see the man speak a single word into that freaking headset on his on his head. I'm, and what are we doing over there? I don't know what he's doing over there. Every tan. time he's standing still, he's not talking to anybody. He's not pacing the sideline. He's not with the defense. Same for Aaron Rodgers. He's there. He's got the headset on the sideline. Every time they showed him, he's not talking to anyone and he's standing by him. What is going on? On the Jets sideline during the game. They're bored. Now I will admit, we don't. I'm not, I did not watch an ISO cam on those two for the entire game, so I'm sure there's other times during the game. But they showed them over and over and over again, and Robert Sala was staring off into space with this expressionless, defeated, beaten man look on his face. They don't know what to do. 
It's like the word bubble in his head is just like, God, I'm supposed to have Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback, and look at this nonsense. Yeah, it's an interesting it's thing when you, when you look at things. Like, great coaches are not great with bad players. <laughs> you don't Good say. players <laughs> are not great with bad coaches. Yeah, you got to marry them together. It's almost impossible. Bill Belichick without Tom Brady yeah. is under 500. Yeah. Boomer's talked about this a lot, like with a guy like uh, he, I've heard him use the example of uh, who was the longtime wide receiver with the Cardinals? Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald, yeah. He said, could you imagine if Larry Fitzgerald was paired with Well, a when he great... was paired with Kurt Warner, they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. but if he had a career yeah, of sure. that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's such a a weird chemistry thing where certain guys work with other guys. And in the NFL now, all we do is when that happens, the very next season, we break the whole thing up. Players leave, coaches leave. We... So your chance of getting that again is so difficult. And that's what's frustrating about this. Forget last season when the defense for the Jets was, was good, not as good as it is this year. But they, we knew they didn't have anything cooking at quarterback. This year, this window right now that they have with this defensive group, who knows what it looks like next year. Right. And I get it. They're 4-4. Four and four, They're still in the mix. But, like, the offense is getting worse, not better. Do not be a sucker. For Jet season tickets next year, don't do uh, it. I thought I was that the Mets. Or They're the selling Jet? people on I Aaron Rodgers. I think they already asked for like they did full November. Payment. Yeah, they, it's uh, now yeah. right. They asked for full payment. <sighs> don't be a sucker. You think Aaron Rodgers is gonna? He's, I'm gonna work the Achilles on the first. <laughs> if I'm the first defense against them, I'm working that Achilles. It's enough. It's you're insane if you spend crazy money to watch the Jets or the Giants. Do what I do. Sit at home and watch. I came home, I came in this morning. Yeah. YouTube, which is free, by the way. Yeah, free 99. They put a tremendous highlight package together mm-hmm. after the game. 15, 12 to 15 minutes long. I am telling you, you don't miss a single thing. Just those uh, ISOs <laughs> yeah. on the sideline, deer in the headlights. And you actually can ingest the game better. Because there's not a break every two minutes. Right. And a slowdown and a replay and, and a, a penalty. Yeah. Oh, my God. The flags. You can actually flag, enjoy the game. Flag, flag, Get yourself the Red Zone channel and enjoy your life. Football on Sundays. Something called the forward pass. <laughs> a lot of these teams do. Where they throw the ball downfield and the receiver catches the football. <laughs> it's what very bizarre. Yeah. Yes. It's enjoyable to watch actual football games being played. C.J. Stroud, there's a guy you can enjoy throwing five touchdowns in a game. The Jets, I don't think, would you say they scored this year? Eight. And one of them was gifted to them. The defense allowed them to score. (laughs) Correct. Yeah. It's eight in eight games for them, and the Giants have nine in nine games for them. It's unbelievable. It's embarrassing is what it is. It is embarrassing. I don't know what to do anymore, Sila. Nobody knows what. I mean, if they knew, they'd do it. I'm not going to sit here and do Knicks talk all season. It's coming soon. Stop it. It's coming soon, man. The NFL is king, just not here. It was so predictable, and we didn't see it coming. Yankees dead, Mets dead. Oh, thank God for the football. It's going to be a good football season. Yeah. Nope. 
Daniel Jones. We got Daniel Jones. He's terrific. No, he's not. Aaron Rodgers. Finish. Achilles. Ouch. He's gone. He's gone. He looked pretty good again pregame last night. Three, three and five step drops, throwing 50 yard passes. Has the team ever quit? Like actually quit and said we're not, we're not, we're not gonna, showing up. We're, no. we're not going to play outside of like night. a strike or something. Yeah, no, hmm. um, not that I'm aware of. No. What if the Jets' defense says, you know what? Protest. We we're on strike. Yeah. We're not Sunday playing. night against the Raiders. We're going to take a week off. Hey Zach, you go play defense. Yes, yeah. we're we're out. Yes. Although it was funny, like yesterday, even the, the, the you know the Giants and Jets are the same to me. They're the same team. But yeah, I mean seriously. You combine the two offenses. I don't think it looks much different. When we were looking at the Jets, look ahead at the Jets schedule, and the, I'm, I'm sorry, the Giants schedule yesterday. Boomer and Geo were, and they they got to the point where like two out of the last three or four weeks Eagles. they play the Eagles. Yeah. And Geo, they're like, well, you know, let's, the the Eagles may be playing their backups because uh, you know they did last year in one like, of the games. Yeah, and this could screw up the Giants' draft pick. No, it won't. I would take the Eagles all backups. Against yeah. the Giants, I would take them. Actually, I have that backwards. The Giants rested their guys in Week 18 because it didn't affect their positioning, yeah. I think. Yeah. You're telling me the backup but, Eagles can't beat the Giants? Of course they can. Um, I don't even know who their backup quarterback is. I was just going to say, well, it was Gardner Minshew. It's not Gardner anymore. Minshew. I don't care. It doesn't even matter. I'm actually curious now. Let me see. Oh, um, I believe it's Marcus Mariota, actually. Yes, so maybe it is. The, maybe, maybe the Giants could No, they couldn't. They can't beat Marcus Mariota. They can't beat anybody. Marcus Mariota. Neither of them. Come on. Did you watch the quarterback? Uh, I did watch yeah, that. Yep. Now, there's a guy who quit. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're right. That's Al a guy. appreciates quitters. That's a guy who I quit. I support quitters. That's a guy who quit mid-season. Good job, Marcus. That's what we need from you the Jets. You packed it up. You took your ball and you went home. Yeah. Applause. Great job out of you. Yes. Marcus Mariota. Yeah. But with an actual coach and a team around him, maybe he would be. I would take them right now if I had to bet the Giants against the Eagles backups, I would take the Eagles. Um, well, yeah, I mean, considering the Giant quarterback options at the also moment backup. are Tommy DeVito and Matt Barkley. Yes. Yeah. Tommy DeVito. And, and we've reached the point in the Jet season where the fans have talked themselves in the let's see Tim Boyle or let's get uh, Trevor Simeon in there. Perfect. I'm in for that. Anything other than Zach Wilson. Listen, we got Mike White that uh, one year. We were all excited about that because yeah. he came in and did well. The last two years. he played. Yeah, games. last two years. He Perfect. played in, in parts of the last two seasons, yes. We let him go. We let him off the Tim hook. Boyle, but yeah, here's the problem with Tim Boyle. He's on that list of Rodgers cronies, right. and they're a bunch of stiffs. Yep. Alan Lazard stinks. Randall Cobb's a healthy scratch, mm-hmm. essentially. This uh, Billy Turner on the offensive line is a turnstile. And who is Tim Boyle? I mean, he's and you forgot Aaron Rodgers' caddy. Who did I forget? Nathaniel Hackett. Wow. <laughs> that's a different. You stink, too. That's a different story. <laughs> really? Everyone. Again, this it's chemistry. So these guys work with Aaron Rodgers. They don't work with anyone else. This is what happens. I don't even know that they work with Aaron Rodgers. I think it's just those are the guys he had in Green Bay. Yeah. And it's, it's like familiarity. It's what he knows. The few guys that he maybe trusted at the end there in, in Green Bay. Yes. Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle. Oh Let's take a quick break here, CeeLo. Yeah, let's do that. I've got other bad news. <laughs> it's just a list of bad news. Yeah. I do Shock have an full. interesting... I have, to, I have a couple... I have two interesting notes on the NFL. I've got some baseball news for you. Beyond not knowing who Carlos Mendoza is? Um, yeah. A little beyond bit. Beyond that. All a right. little bit beyond mm-hmm. that. And then a boomer and Gio will be here at six o'clock.
Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. We're normally here with Mr. Jerry Recco. Uh, today I got CeeLo with me. Hi, CeeLo. I was relying on the Jets and a performance to kind of fuel my energy kick today. Yeah. You know, short on sleep. And they really failed me in a big way. Not just me, but many people. Many people, yeah. So it'll have to be caffeine. Lots and lots and lots of caffeine. Oh, yeah. All the way till 7 p.m. today. It's a long day for you, yeah. CeeLo. Uh, yeah, one of the things like uh, about uh, you know paying big money for tickets to go, like everything to go to see something live is very expensive these yeah, for, days. I, for whatever reason, I, I have not figured that out yet. Why it's so expensive? Why has that changed? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because I guess people are paying it. I guess. So then it, Line it changes. demand, right? Yeah. But like, you really roll on the dice to pay big money to go see your team We've discussed play. this, you and yeah. I. Yeah. Meanwhile, you go see the Rolling Stones, you're yeah, going to get a good deliver. concert. Right. Every time. Unless somebody gets sick at the last minute, which yeah. is rare. Even then, Bruce Springsteen had like a, a bad stomach situation. Right. Guy's banging out shows before he uh, had to go on hiatus. Well, hiatus. Right. Yeah. But the shows he showed up for, he performed. Jet offense should go on hiatus. Yeah. Both and the Giants, too, while we're at it. Now, yesterday, I was uh, scrolling uh, Twitter. And, uh, Eddie, if you could uh, pop me up here, oh. if you don't mind. I first saw this. From the WFAN Sports Radio account, and it said, Sal and BT react live to the Mets hiring Mendoza as manager. I was like, oh, all righty, let's see what that sounds you know, like. Certain... Oh, no, dude. What? Oh, no. What? John Heyman just tweeted this. Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm boy. sorry, BT. Well, do, go do what you got to do. Come on! Mets are hiring Mendoza to manage. This is according to Heyman and Joel Sherman. Oh, 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 oh. oh man, oh. I knew it, Council, you bum! I knew it, BT! All you guys sucked me into it! Oh, Council, 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 Council! I knew it! He didn't want to be here! He wanted to stay in Milwaukee! His heart's there, fine! And the Mets don't want Mendoza? A Yankee bench coach? This is not good for the Mets! I I am beyond, beyond (laughs) disgusted with this! Beyond disgusted with this! We just saw Bruce Bochy win a World Series! Dusty Baker last year! Hiring Carlos Mendoza. No, I Carlos Mendoza. I mean, come on. It may be the only hire that you can make that makes the Yankees have the best manager in town by a landslide. This is how you get the offseason started? If Yamamoto and Otani aren't following, I am going to flip out. He's going to flip out. Yeah, what do we call this? (laughs) Not flipping out. BT spitting out the coffee there. I'm with Sal on this one. Oh, man. Don't know who this guy is. Don't want bench coaches starting their careers in New York. Who did you want? Well, I'll tell you who I wanted after I... No, because everyone got all hot. Yeah. He's like Brock Osweiler to me. That one offseason, everyone was like... That's a nice pull by you. We need Brock Osweiler. Like, why? Because he played two good games for the Broncos once? The best part is he's at that point, he was like, he wants to stay at Milwaukee. No, he didn't stay there either. Correct. I'll take the eight million bucks a year from the Cubs. I don't know who I wanted, but after I saw yesterday's news, I figured it out. Uh huh. So, oh, okay. You did. You went yeah. digging. Let's see who I would have hired because it certainly wouldn't have been Carlos Mendoza. David Ross. I like him. Yeah. Why? Fired by because I've heard of him before, and I okay. know he's a manager. So the Cubs just decided yeah. we're basically going to pull this this fast one here, and we're yes. going to break Craig Council here. And kick David Ross to the curb. And yes. you're in a rush to now make him the Met manager. Correct. Okay. I am in a rush to make him Met manager. Over... You like him because you know that's your reason. Because I know who he is. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
great. Because the guy. Did you know who he was before he was the Cubs manager? Yeah, he's a player. Hmm. So so next will be you'll want to bring Stephen Vogt in. Do you know who Stephen Vogt is? Nope. Okay. The Guardians hired him to replace the now retired Terry Francona yesterday. I one, take Joey Vogt. One, one year of coaching and being removed from his playing career. You take Joey Votto. Joey Votto. Yeah, come I want Jerry, the Joey Votto here to manage the Mets. <laughs> Jerry Votto. Joey Votto. Jerry Callow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Over Carlos Mendoza, the uh, David Ross. Yes. You this know is why? Funny though. Because he has, in fact, managed the game. It's Carlos Mendoza's managed not in the big leagues. He's managed, I believe, in the minor leagues at some point. But oh, anyway, that's... this is this is what cracks me up, though. Everyone, oh, these data applicators, these guys, they just want kumbaya with the front office. Let's just get the guy out of the TV booth, the former player, yeah. right after his playing career. So here's Carlos Mendoza, and I don't know what kind of manager he's going to be. Here's a guy who's actually cut his teeth, come up through an organization has worked with player development in the minor leagues, has worked as a a base coach, a bench coach, an infield coach. He's been a bench coach now for four years in the New York market, right-hand man of Aaron Boone, and watched all that he has to deal with the nonsense, but that resume is not good enough. That's, it's, we're so subjective with this crap. Well, we just want someone. And again, he might stink. I don't know. But the idea that David Ross is more more qualified to be yes. the Met manager because you know who he is mm-hmm. and because he managed a few years in Chicago with the Cubs when they weren't Correct. any good, by the way. It's silly. As Nonsense. the Brewers are not very good. Brewers well, don't do it. I, haven't, I don't been, recall the Brewers winning a World been, Series. No, they didn't, uh, that's my point. So everyone's like, oh, they go crazy about Mendoza because they didn't get Craig Council. Okay, so what? Who cares? And, oh, well, money doesn't matter, Steve. Co- okay, I I can guarantee you people would be shouting about that. What's Who that? cares how much money Steve Cohen has? The minute it started to go south or the Metro, they're going to pay this manager $8 million bucks a year for what? For what reason? So it's just you can't please anybody. Why are they paying that dude $40 million? I don't know, man. Craig I guess Council. that's what I mean. They wanted him so bad over David Ross. That they're paying him eight million bucks a year in an era now where the manager is, you know, somewhat sometimes an afterthought, not as relied upon as he once was. Right, right. Mm-hmm. They want someone who's going to work with the front office rather than do their own thing, and they went out of their way with a manager in place already. We're going to pay. We're going to blow everybody out of the water. We're going to pay him eight million bucks a year. That's how bad they wanted to get get rid of David Ross. But you want to have the run, the Mets run, and and bring him aboard here. In New Correct. York. Okay. Got it. If I'm Carlos Mendoza, I get my opening press conference. I just be like, listen, they didn't tell me what to do anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> the managers, do, I guess, don't do anything anymore. Who knows? That's the prevailing thought, but it's not accurate. I don't, they don't mind. do what they once did unless, for save for the few that Sal correctly mentioned that just won a World Series. I can't ignore or deny that. That's fine. But at least Bruce Bochy and Dusty Baker have track records. I guess you could say Council has a little bit of a track record. David Ross really doesn't have one other than he just had a big league managerial job the last few years. But very little to show for it. I want a manager who played in the 80s. Uh, of course you do. Is that so much to ask? You want Bruce Bochy. That's what you want. I'm going to think about who was on the Mets in the 80s. Did Bruce Where's... Bochy play in the 80s or the 70s? Bruce Bochy? I'm going to say he played in the 80s. He bled into the 80s? Yeah, yeah, bled into the 80s, for sure. I saw one of his uh, old baseball cards on yeah. Twitter slash X yesterday. Looked basically the same as he does now. Same dude. <laughs> yeah, I need a guy who played in the 80s, maybe the early 90s. And had a mustache. And had a mustache, mm-hmm. thank you. Yep. Of, of, yes, had a mustache. I don't mind that Carlos Mendoza is getting a shot at being a manager. Just, Just not, not here. New York <laughs> Get him out of here. First, you don't come to the number one market to be on the radio because you have to go somewhere else first. Cut your teeth. That's the way it used to be done. Yeah. 
Now Spike gives all everyone a shot. That's your words, not mine. <laughs> I like I it though. We find careful. we do find people. Gotta be very careful with what I say. We that's find, how you find we do people. Find people. Yeah, exactly. We do find people. You're right. right. It is not that way anymore. It used to be you'd have yeah. to travel the country Correct. if you wanted to be on the radio. Yeah, you'd have to go to, you know, North Dakota, basically. Yeah. Or Although I will say, like I do think sports radio is different because here people only want uh, angry New York fans. Like, Joe Beningo wouldn't work if he went and worked down in Atlanta. Correct. <laughs> you or know, anywhere the, else. <laughs> or anywhere else but here. It's a unique area. Same with, I'm sure the, the guys in Boston are Boston people. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, yeah. Some of these, uh, the bigger cities, the bigger sports cities, you need your people Local personalities. Yeah, local personalities. I think, I forget where Joe was on somewhere yesterday. Like the Jets to win outright. I mean, I did too, but it's a little different for him, being the big Jet fan that he is. You get two different Joe Beningos with uh, Evan and Tiki. If they lose, his bro, everything's terrible. Yes. And if they win... They're going to the playoffs. Yes. So I know when we're getting playoffs, today. winning the division. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're going to get. He's going to be very down on Zach Wilson Correct. today. Yeah. Correct. Yep. I would have bad tiki talk to him. And in and in years past, he would have been all over the head coach, but they're buddies now. So he's, right. That's he's going to direct his anger elsewhere. Right. Yeah. This is why you can't have personal relationships. I know. In the media, and that's why it was probably smart by Salah. That's why you Probably can't have, have done that with a lot of other people, not just Joe. But go ahead. You can't have. You can't go like uh, if the Rangers said, "Celo, we would like to give you these free seats." Mm-hmm. That compromises my bought and paid for. Right, integrity. That. That's why Boomer pays for his Rangers. Yeah, tickets. of course. He don't want to go up on the big screen and not be able to criticize Rangers. Mm-hmm. That's right. This is what we do, Celo. Got to keep it fair. This is why I don't leave my house <laughs> ever. <laughs> I go to Except the to supermarket and I walk my dog. I have two things. I <laughs> An go occasional to, go to dinner with I'll your go girlfriend. To, yeah, That's I will it. go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I will walk my dog. I will go to the supermarket. That's, That's it. it. Nothing happens. <laughs> that is it. Now, where's David Ross going to wind up? Who That's cares? the real question. Back in the TV booth? I mean, <laughs> he's still owed money by them, I believe. I don't. Maybe that is the best. A, when you get let go an expiring and are owed millions. Like Josh McDaniels. Oh, ma- yeah, like Did Josh you see McDaniels. That story? Over the weekend, those moves for, uh, I always want to say Al Davis. Mark Davis cost him like $85 million. Yes. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Whatever. Sign a check. Ah, that's got to be the best. Like ah. People would be like, oh, Josh McDaniels probably upset. No, he's not. I mean,. I think he is, but at the same time, the check's still clear. He's going to get in his Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. He's going to roll He definitely on. drives a pickup truck. He's going to roll on down to his big fancy mansion, and he's going to have himself a filet mignon dinner. Yeah. And he's going to laugh at y'all while he's watching Red Zone. The Cubs had publicly praised Ross with owner Tom Ricketts saying on October 2nd, quote, he's our guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you can't believe anybody. <laughs> They Those loved Cubs. Craig Council so much. Oh my god! I hope that now I got to root against Craig Council, just because he's Brock Osweiler. Yeah, let's take a quick break here, see All right. When we come back, I've got uh, NFL. I've got a couple of NFL things I'd like to hit. Notes, you with. items, notes, and items. Mm. Both notes and items, CeeLo. Want to follow up to a story we brought you here on the warm-up show yesterday. Oh, I like when we circle back. Yes, we're going to circle back with an update. And then Boomer and Gio will be here right at 6 o'clock.
Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with CeeLo today. Jeremy will be back tomorrow. He did uh, Cowboys-Eagles on Sunday. He did Rutgers-Princeton. Last night. Last night. A loss for the Scarlet Knights. So Jerry had an 0-2 weekend, extended weekend there. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching videos of this guy named Will Cullen on, uh, I saw it on YouTube, but evidently he's got a, uh, he's got a uh, TikTok and Instagram Podcast. and things. Oh, okay. All right. And he just, he plays the guitar, an acoustic guitar, mm-hmm. and he just goes up to pretty girls that are sitting by themselves at a coffee place. and, and Serenades he, them? He just says, can I play you a, what are you listening to? Can I play you a song? And he like knows everything. Wow. Yeah, it's really he must, cool. He must do well in hey, more ways not, than one. Like uh, an attractive guy. Oh, okay. But Something you, about a dude who can play the guitar and sing, though. You see these girls falling for yeah. him immediately. Absolutely. What a great idea. He, he figured out, okay, how do I overcome some of my limitations? He and sure has. Cut right through that. Yeah. And he's right on. He's got a good plan there. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, if you're not a good looking guy, you can still get dates with good looking women. Sure. I'll use. You that, just got to figure out. That, Eddie, that I mean, could, <laughs> could not be more on point. No offense, Al. Not that I should talk. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you, you, that's the great thing. Like, women will overlook looks if yeah. you are interesting to For them. You, oh, okay. Is your Gina find you interesting? Yeah. Like, or is it because you can play the piano and no, serenade no, no, no. her? Well, no? I can barely do anything with well, that Well, more thing. than the average person does. But no, no, no. But this guy is with the kids. You know, you and that also... If you're a lonely kid now and you're in your house, pick up the guitar. Yeah. I am telling you that It'll turns you places. women on. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No question about it. Yeah. I actually am believing this next story, CeeLo, and I don't know if you're going to be one to believe this story, but I actually believe this is going to come true. Boston Globe recorder Ben Volen, who I guess has been there a very long time. This ain't some... So uh, long that he's a recorder, not a reporter. I said he's a recorder. He's a reporter. Yes. He's been there a long time. He knows the ins and outs of Boston sports. Sure does. He continues to say that Bill Belichick will be out before the season ends. Wow. And is now going as far as saying that if the Patriots lose to the Colts on Sunday, he could be done. Huh. And that... Robert Kraft mid season getting rid of Belichick. That Robert Kraft would insert Gerard Mayo yeah, as the, the interim head already, coach. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Mike Vrabel would be coming next season. I mean, I could see that last part for sure. Yeah. Just the idea of Belichick getting canned mid year, just like Ooh. McDaniels. Hey, Belichick! <laughs> the both of them. And you had that report, was it two weekends ago? They quietly, he signed like some very oh, yeah. lucrative extension during the right. season. That they owe him too much money? But no, I, don't I mean, I don't know what they owe him, just the fact that they apparently just signed him up and locked him in for more, yeah, for more money. I mean, wow. How the mighty have fallen. Yes. Right? How the mighty have fallen. There must be some there must be some stuff going on behind closed doors up there. I can only imagine. I mean, what a wild NFL season if Weird, that wild if that comes true in the middle of the season. Yeah. Like Belichick goes to where they play in London, Germany. Yeah. Frankfurt, Germany. Against the Germany Colts. again? Yep. Yeah. Frankfurt games, right week two. And you get axed before you come back to America. <laughs> right. In international waters? Yeah, yeah. They leave him in they leave him in Germany. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bill, you can find your way home from here, right? Ooh. We paid you all that money. 
You can pay for your own way back. You're not coming on the team private jet. Yeah. They have two of them, right? I think they have multiple jets. Multiple jets. Yeah. Then yesterday uh, we reported here, although I did see it obviously on uh, social medias, uh, the in the Eagles game where a player ran into an Eagles coach, a younger guy who fell down and on his way getting back up, it appeared he was wearing a red thong. Yeah. Mike Garofalo, Garofalo, Garofalo. from uh, NFL mm-hmm. Network. Yep. He uh, caught up with this guy, and the guy said he does not wear red thong. He does have red underwear on, which is now, he said, going to be his lucky underwear yes. for the rest of the season. He put some Instagram post up about it as well. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So I like that this guy embraced it and didn't run away from yeah. uh, wearing a thong. And he tagged, I guess, whatever the company is. The underpants company? he needs more supply or some, yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope this guy gets an endorsement. I bet he will. Man, he was. It did look like thong underwear. I don't know. I mean, I saw the red. I, yeah, it, it looked too too big and too wide to be a thong. I thought maybe my analysis just, uh, of the blurry screenshot that I saw. Maybe it's just briefs, and because it was red, it looked more thong like. Yeah, that could be. I mean, the skid red- marks, <laughs> urine drips in the front, <laughs> maybe dried other stuff. All right, urine Eddie. drips in the front. <laughs> As opposed, where else would the urine drips be, Al? Well, I was just saying, <laughs> underwear is oh, dicey, Oof. dicey, dicey. Yeah. yeah. Now, are you someone not to go down this path too much? Are you someone that like it's really hard for you to part with a with a solid like a pair if they no. start to? I'll toss. Yeah. I toss clothing all the time regularly. Yeah. 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 These folks that like hang on for you know it's got holes in it. Like, yeah. What no. are we doing at yeah. that point? No, I understand that comfort is one thing, but I mean. That's a bit much. The only thing I'll hang on to longer than I probably should is a nice pair of jeans because those get softer as you go, and yeah. then, then they start getting it's holes in them. Yeah. yeah, those are hard to part with. And I, you, I, you like to get a few wears out of them before they'll be washed, right? Oh, like yeah, a few wears, soft. yeah. How many are we talking? I probably wash my jeans. Once every blank wears. Oh, I don't do it that way. I do weeks within you know, a couple. I'll go multiple weeks before I wash them. Okay, but... And I'm only on a two-gene rotation right now. All right, so estimate how many wears that is. Four a week, four, 12, 12 13, two jeans, 14. So, and you always wear jeans. Yeah. So you work five days a week Correct. Here. It's the same two pair of jeans. Yes, it is. And you go weeks. Mm-hmm. Wow. I go blue pair, black yeah, then pair. then you really need solid underwear. Blue to pair. To make sure there's no... Yeah, I have to clean my underwear. No leakage, I don't want to brag. No leakage into the jean. I don't want to brag, but I clean my underwear every day. I got to take a fresh pair. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're not doing that, let's pack, I, mean, I don't want to brag let's, about let's it. Just, let's just pack it in. <laughs> I have a fresh pair of socks, fresh pair of underwear. Yeah, well, those should be given. That's, and give, that's a default. A pair of soiled underwear. <laughs> and then anything that directly touches my armpit goes immediately in the wash. Okay. Those are good rules to live by. But if I wear a hoodie with a t-shirt on under it, I might wear the hoodie twice. I put it back in the rotation. By the time it comes back around, it's fresh. Are you a sweater? No, I don't like a sweater. No, oh, no, no. No, Do I don't sweat? sweat. No. See, that helps. Yeah. I don't even if you're sweat. you're someone that perspires, you got you yeah. to change that stuff up. I'm, I'm not a little a OCD about the laundry. Like, very, it could be very quick. A quick wear right in the laundry bin. It's you and be Jerry, fresh. I feel like Jerry's like fresh. that, too. I don't want anything. Forget even smelling bad. Just if I feel like it doesn't have a fresh, clean smell, that, that will bother me. Yeah. Jerry Especially takes, after I take a shower. It's got to be. I'm not putting on stuff that's been worn if I just got out of the shower. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Jerry's like a three-shower-a-day guy sometimes. Yeah, that I don't have time for that. Yeah. 
I got no time no, for your I don't showers. Have time for that? Maybe I don't when have my time kids to wash are my teenagers like his are now. But, yeah, then yeah. you'll have time. Mm-hmm. Okay, quick break here. We have a uh, CBS Sportsman. We Odyssey do. Sportsman. We do. I'll just tell you, it's football related. Yeah. But I don't think. I would say for this morning, this is maybe a little off the beaten path, but maybe not. All right, I'm not even going to guess. Oh, okay. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Preview of how locked in I am. Eddie Hansby, this piece of paper highlighted the sponsor for the Sports Minute. I just blew right through it. So the Sports Minute was brought to you by Jack Pocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone, Al. Oh, yeah. So the AFC East was complete losers this weekend. God. Right? Yeah. Every single team lost. That's why it was a great spot for the Jets last night. Yeah, which means we'll get the And they Jets. it up. We'll get calls. For, the Jets are still in it. Because uh, they all the other teams lost. Yeah, they're four and four. I also saw Kyler Murray might start this week. I guess uh, the what was that guy's name? Tuna or Tune? <laughs> Clayton Tune? <laughs> Clayton Tuna. <laughs> the Clayton Tune era could be, era could be One coming. And done. Yeah, could right. be coming to an end in Arizona. Uh huh. Well, I mean, not fair. Who'd they throw that guy out against? They were playing uh, oh, the Browns. Yeah. Cleveland Browns. And they had 58 yards of net offense. Net offense, yeah. So the the, the tune, tune, tune. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.